One o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 92.3 Family Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour. Our program where we explore our health from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. What are we talking about the source of our being? Very easy. You awake every day. Something happened during the night. Were you aware of it? Did you do it? In other words, there's already a programming. There's a pre-program. There's something already in motion. Whether you call it nature, you call it God, you call it creation, whatever you want to call it. There's already a perfection in place that is cyclical in motion. It allows us to do everything from know when it's time to go to bed, know when it's time to wake up, when it's time to plant, time to harvest, when to go fishing to understand the waterways. You know when it's time to fish, when it's not time to fish. And if you're like our ancestors who traveled to the Americas long before Columbus got to the Americas, you would understand that there are trade winds, oceanic winds that can carry a boat a massive boat off the shores of West Africa all the way into the Caribbean and to the Americas. There is already existing a program, a pre-program, a perfection. And it's in that perfection where we dwell. Wellness. Within us there are systems that endeavor, that strive 24-7 to keep us healthy and happy. And so within you, you are endowed with the most complex pharmacy known to man. Within you make all kinds of chemicals for the heart, for the kidney, for the liver, even just for the growing cells. Isn't that awesome? Don't you just want to be clap and just be in awe of the grand design and des- designer too? And so we talk about wellness. We don't talk about med- medicine. We talk about wellness. It's our starting point. The system is designed <clears throat> to keep us well. And if you are in alignment with it, if you are in tune with it, you will enjoy wellness and quality into your longevity. It's that simple. And so on wellness half hour, we say we look at our health from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We give thanks, we give praise, we give appreciation the source of our being. And if unfortunately one has drifted away from wellness into illness, then our five pillars of wellness comes in. Spiritual. Number one is spirituality. Number two, mindset. Number three, nutrition. Number four, lifestyle. 
And number five, environment. And truly we are called to students of the environment, both the inner and the outer environment. They are actually one. This physique we call the human body came out of the same environment that we disrespect quite often. You know that ground that we so often dig and pour stuff into and cover up with asphalt and concrete, cut down all the trees. We are part of that environment. And the further you drift away from, write this down. Quotation, Dr. Patrick Ejewery. The further you stray away from Mother Nature, the sooner she says, return to sender. The further you stray away from Mother Nature, the sooner she says, return to sender. The month of February, we're all about the heart. And we have a special guest who will be with us momentarily. This morning, well, yesterday I got a call, an urgent call from a family member who wanted to see me regarding a member of, the, of their family. Initially, typically they'll get an appointment later in the week, but there's urgency in the voice. And I said, oh, fine. She came this morning, right after I came back from church. Family member in their 40s, down with stage 4 colon cancer. Folks, with the folks coming in are getting younger and younger. In their 40s with colon cancer. Not stage 1, not stage 2, not stage 3, but stage 4. So what's going on? Simply, we are drifting away from our gift of wellness. And the systems designed within us to keep us well are being undermined by our one, spirituality, two, mindset, three, nutrition, four, lifestyle, and five, environment. Earlier this week, I took some pictures of Five Cowry Creek and the amount of filth that is into the creek. I sent it to a couple different groups that I'm on. We are disconnecting from who we are. It's adding up to the lack of health of our brothers and sisters occurring in younger and younger age groups. We're poisoning the air. The, the natural system cycle that keeps the air clean, we cut them down. The trees. We're building everywhere. We're wondering who's going to clear out the lead in the air that we bring out from our car exhaust. Who's going to remove the carbon monoxide and the other nitrogenous waste that we put into the air. Well, we're getting younger and younger with the ailments. And we've seen that also in the cardiology arena. Young folks coming in with heart disease, high blood pressure, heart attack, heart failure. What's going on? To help us explore this arena of why young folks are coming in with all kinds of health issues, especially cardiac issues, we have one of our mentors, our esteemed statesmen, I mean, just cardiologist par excellence, who you've been privileged to hear more than once before because he brings so much life and energy into any space his presence is blessed with. 
as it has here at Inspiration FM. So it's a delightful welcome to Dr. Olushala Osho. Good afternoon, sir. Um, uh, good afternoon, um, everybody, and uh, a happy Sunday and a blessed week uh, to you all. Happy Sunday and a blessed week to you all. Ah, Professor, well, Doctor, you see, I call him Professor because of the downloading he does each time we're around him. We learned so much from him in a very jovial and impactful style. We're seeing younger and younger folks coming in. As one this morning in the 40s with stage 4 colon cancer. Heart disease came in earlier in the week. Post cardiac procedure coming in for nutritional guidance. What is happening to our younger folks? What are they doing in this view of heart-related problems? How are they getting there so soon? When once upon a time it was barely unheard of. What do we want young folks need to be aware of? Does not end up on that train track of heart disease at an early age and was yet gone too soon. Um, thank you very much for the points and the questions you've raised. Um, like I would like to uh, uh, make this uh, program, it should be more like uh, a discussion. Uh, so I would give a few hints as to what we know today in terms of uh, both cardiac and indeed uh, so many other medical conditions um, regarding uh, uh, young people and then uh, by the time people uh, come in with questions I will be able to uh, uh, say a few more things so the aim is to give you um, the opportunity to uh, empty your, your heart and your minds as to what uh, might have been uh, uh, you know, troubling you now, if we look at uh, especially cardiac diseases, and uh, we've mentioned young people, young people meaning actually from birth, from when people are born, uh, till I think today, uh, if we are not being uh, uh, political, I think uh, people who are like up to 50 even, or 40, 50, will still consider themselves as young. Uh, that is what... Uh, uh, is going on as the population becomes uh, gets older and as life expectancy uh, improves uh, people who are in that sort of age group because they young now in terms of even children having cardiac conditions or cardiac disease or medical other and other medical conditions we have to worry that uh, there are some that are uh, you know they are, they are they are they are born with it so they are congenital that's what we call them they are congenital and could be associated with some, uh, you know, changes in the in the in the genes or in the chromosomes of the parents that has been handed over to this child, or could result from maybe the experiences of the mother when she was pregnant, either one type of infection or one type of uh, nutritional deficiency, deficiency of the other, especially something like folic acid and all that during pregnancy. So we do see people, children who are born with heart disease, with heart defects from the word go. And uh, the, on this, people will need to know that the older a lady is when she's going to have a baby, 
the more the chances of the child having a congenital malformation, including congenital heart disease. So the, the, what happens to the child in terms of congenital heart disease depends really more on the age of the mother than on the age of the father, to a very great degree. I'm not saying the age of the father doesn't matter, but the age of the mother, a mother is probably the most, uh, is the more important one uh, of the two. Therefore, we see these conditions when women who are over 40 are having their, or thereabout, are having their babies for the first time in their lives. So in addition to the fact that it can be a difficult pregnancy, it is also fraught with a lot of danger of congenital malformations transmitted by genetic uh, defects, which happens to the chromosomes of the mother as she's growing older. So that we explain the ones that are really born with it and something that we discover in early childhood, uh, like say below 10 or rather be the, a lot of this may be because of congenital uh, conditions. So uh, in, that, in that state, maybe what we can say is that people should learn, or if they could, if they could help it, because uh, these days a lot of things have come into society, making it more difficult for women to get married early. Uh, they are getting educated, uh, they, are, they are getting their freedom in terms of choices, and uh, planning their lives one way or the other. So all these kind of things have to be taken into consideration. And women should know that in, in planning their lives, in getting themselves educated, if they still have it in mind on a long term that they're going to raise a family, it is better for them to start it as early as possible. And if possible, if they need to interrupt their, their education or their upliftment in life with raising a family and then returning to professional life that they are doing, I think they should give that a try. Because uh, today, uh, a congenitally uh, you know, malformed uh, organ in any person is a, is a lot of torture, both emotional and, uh, and uh, financial. Now, if we come to uh, uh, the chaps who are you know, above like a childhood age group, uh, let us even move on now to people who are like in their about 20, uh, on and on like that. I am seeing in my clinic from time to time, boys, I should call them boys, maybe because uh, compared to me, they are boys in terms of age. I am seeing boys like 25, 22, 23 in heart failure. Only this week, a young chap was brought to me uh, who could hardly walk from, you know, uh, about 10, 10 meters or 10, 15 meters without getting short of breath. And when I examined him, his heart was as big as, you know, uh, what kind of, whatever condition can, when, she, when we did a chest x-ray and all that, heart was very big, very enlarged heart. And uh, this, we are seeing that. There's not going about that. Uh, it is not only the heart that is stored by this kind of thing that occur. Uh, sometimes, if you leave that, then you will touch other organs like the kidneys and uh, also uh, the brain. So in this group, let me say now, above 20 to, four, to 40, thereabout, let us say so, where people don't expect, uh, you know, people to have medical conditions like cardiac conditions and all that. We have to look at a few factors in the sense that lifestyle is very important. To this young person who has the means, it's, it's on two sides. Those who have and those who don't have. And we are seeing these conditions in the two, in the two of them. In those who have, like people, the young boys who are coming from reasonably affluent backgrounds, the lifestyle they choose is a different one. 
the lifestyle they choose, one, one, of the, one of the chaps that I have, who's about 30-something years, his blood pressure runs at about 200 and something, over 100 and something, any particular time you see him. But this is somebody who will tell me that on the day they are going to have an outing, they can hold as much as 1 million for spending in the night to enjoy themselves. And what are they just doing? They are smoking, they are drinking, and not, 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 uh, not, uh, you know, not uh, like uh, maybe just drinking a beer or two. They sometimes are mixing the beer with the brandy or with the whiskey or with anything. And in their case, in a lot of cases, it's every night, almost every night. In you know, these young boys who are coming from those backgrounds. So this is what you get. So the ones who are coming from African backgrounds are living it up. Let's use that word. They are really living it up, i.e. cigarettes. And of course, we can't go beyond, we, we shouldn't forget, they also add a few other things to pep themselves up. I mean drugs, to pep themselves up, because all these things might no longer be sufficient to, to, to give them the, the high that they need, uh, you know, to get going. So they add all these kind of things there. And yet, we know, in terms of direct toxicity, alcohol is directly toxic to the heart. And the cardiovascular system directly not not even through other metals first other metals are there that alcohol we still enjoy the cardiovascular system but directly alcohol is toxic to the heart it is toxic to the liver it's toxic to the pancreas so this is the kind of this is one thing they, they are living it up now in terms of the foods they also choose today you can hardly ask any young man, any young boy who's come from an affluent background, I will stay on them first, on the affluent background, you can hardly ask him to eat the kind of foods you are used to eating. You cannot cook a bitter leaf soup and the man will agree to take part of it, except you probably put sugar in it. We destroy the, 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 the food content of what you have in mind. So they don't have, they, 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 are, not, they are not bothered with you, uh, praying or begging them to eat natural things that we are eating, as, that is my generation will be eating. They don't, they don't have anything. So they, they are eating foods that are laden with salt, laden with sugar, laden with oil, and the wrong types of oil. Again, I must emphasize here, people have the wrong notion that palm oil causes cholesterol problems. It does not. It does not. The people in the Western world, people have noted the, 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 the goodness or the richness of, of palm oil and even bitter leaf that today there are now capsules of bitter leaf, bitter leaf capsules and palm oil capsules that are available for use by people. And anyway, take note, the, the, when we immunizing children, even babies, the one we, there's one of the immunization, uh, uh, you know, med medications that is used, the one that is in a, is a, a very reddish, it's, red, it's in a reddish small capsule, that's actually entirely palm oil because of vitamin A that is inside it, for sight, for vision. So the child does not grow up uh, blind or uh, defective uh, in, in his vision. So this is the choice of those young men who are coming from the backgrounds uh, that, like we know of today. But the, 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 other, the, other, the other ones that are coming from the background that is a little bit, you know, we, we don't want to use any derogatory word to describe them. Let's say they are, today we now use the word humble background. You don't say nobody's coming from poor background again. You just say they are coming from humble background. These people who are like some of the truck pushers you are seeing in the streets, some of the people who are repairing your sandals, carrying things on their heads, are also coming to us. 
with cardiac disease. Essentially, especially starting from high blood pressure. So, why, why is it like that for them? In their own case, what the kind of food that is available enough and is cheap enough for them to eat is the food that is laden with salt and sugar and butter or so-called margarine. A lot of these people who are carrying all these things around, I will be told it's vegetable oil, they are not really vegetable oil. They are not vegetable oil. They, 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 they are oils that have been processed. Some of them animal, animal fat. They have been processed and labeled vegetable oil. So you see a typical person in the street who is a organizer or a mechanic or something of that nature calls the, the young girl who is selling bread and the young girl has got a pot of a uh, margarine or, or whatever is in the in the in, in there and he, he buys the whole loaf of bread and then the girl cuts it into and scoops in shovels more or less literally this oil into the center of the of the of the uh, of the of the bread and he might even still be saying you are cheating me add more what, what this is not then the guy will add and then he will buy a bottle of horrible or either a giant pepsi i had a patient who told me that until she drank this even a she until she finished three bottles of pot of horrible a day she will not uh, her appetite will not be satisfied in life because these things are impregnated with things that are addictive and make you call for them so you keep drinking them, not knowing that you are torturing yourself. So from that angle, that is how these ones that are coming from humble backgrounds are getting their own disease. Plus, also, they also have their own type of alcohol that they are drinking that they are able to afford, which again, these young ladies are also selling. These ladies that have a lot of bottles in a, in a jar that they are selling, they, 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 that's where they get their own. And I recently got to hear from a young man who is about 40 that who is out of the house every day to go and drink first thing in the morning, that there is even a, a concussion of it called Erujeje. I don't know what Erujeje means. I don't know the meaning of Erujeje, but Erujeje will contain the highest percentage of uh, vodka as one of the ingredients of this drink. It will, it will contain vodka, it will contain brandy, it will contain whiskey, then it will contain just about everything under the sun. And it's called Erujeje. That is the one you'll find in the motor parks. And also in the streets as you're seeing them. If you ask questions enough as a doctor, and you're patient enough with your, with your patient, they will tell you everything about they need to tell you. But if you're in a hurry, you will never hear. So I'm just, this word is new to me. It's called Erujeje. And I've been trying to find out the components of Erujeje. Only to discover that vodka is 100% alcohol. Vodka, typically vodka is, is the worst alcohol in terms of uh, content. It has the most, uh, the highest alcohol content. That is not enough for them. They add other ones and other ones. So these are the kind of things that occur, uh, you know, on, on both aisles of human, uh, you know, existence. Dr. Shaw, if you began by saying, let's make it a, an interactive discussion. We're going to open the lines for questions from our listeners. Notice I didn't interrupt Dr. Asil was speaking because the content is just so real, so real, on both sides of the aisle. Number here is 0700-923-923-923, 0700-923-923-923. If you know about Erujeje, oh yeah, call us and tell us what is inside. Please educate us. What are you seeing out there? Call us and share with us. What's your journey? Good afternoon, Wellness Half Hour. Neiman, who are you calling from? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, this is Remy. Remy, go ahead. Yes. 
Um, I want to ask uh, your guest. Um, you talked about lifestyle affecting one's heart, and you mentioned the intake of alcohol and some other substance. I want to ask: Does um, sex also affect? Hello. Yeah, we are listening. I said, does sex also affect one's heart in that manner? Um, sex affects your heart. Sex affects your heart in the sense that uh, during sexual intercourse, the heart rate and the blood pressure would increase. But after sex, the heart rate and the blood pressure gradually come down. But today, the reason why you can have a lot of problems uh, associated with sex is that as people are watching all sorts of uh, movies and stuff suggesting that a man is supposed to go 20 times and that kind of thing in one minute, they are forced or they are made or convinced to use sex performance enhancing medication and these things have cardiovascular uh, side effects so you have to be very very careful regarding you know the use of uh, performance enhancing medications otherwise ordinarily uh, sex is not uh, detrimental to the cardiovascular system ordinarily it is not but may, too much of it can also, uh, uh, you know, affect the secretion of adrenaline and all those things that, you know, burn out or put stress on the cardiovascular system. So that's what the way sex can affect you. Uh, but it is made worse if uh, enhancing uh, things are used uh, to, uh, to help. Zero seven zero zero nine two three nine two three nine two three. So we've learned about impact of alcohol, whether it comes in the fancy bottle that is priced excessively, or it comes in the sachets that the hawkers carry on their head. We've learned about the foods that we things that we add to the foods that are not in our best interest. Of course, that bread, popularly called agege bread, and that's Lob of animal fat, margarine, whatever it's called, why it's mixed into it. You don't even know what's mixed into it. My colleagues will say that's just plastic. All right. Wallace Half Hour, good afternoon. Neman, where are you calling from? Hello, good afternoon. Please turn down your radio. Turn down your radio. Turn off your radio so we can hear you. 0700 Also, reach us on WhatsApp. Zero eight one seven three one three six one nine three. And Prophet doctors also elaborated on the damaging effect of performance enhancing drugs, whatever you call them. They also have a negative impact on the heart. Good afternoon, Neman. Where are you calling from? Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, really from Papa. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Doctor Osho. Uh, you really gave a very fantastic and uh, quite, uh, uh, well, I have a very analyzed breakdown of topical issues happening in our uh, environment. My own uh, 
take is this now. Shouldn't the regulated authorities, I mean, uh, put a proper check on the consumption of alcohol? The other day on social media, oh my God, I saw a little child of five year old, um, you know, take drinking a popular uh, beer. I don't want to mention the name, but you know, just sipping it and dancing with the mother. The other one taking. The other one, the other girl taking a champagne and like, you know, saying, I can't keep myself, I can't keep my, you know. I'm, I'm so, I'm, it's so disheartening, very, very disheartening. My own take is, I'm, let the, let our authorities put this on check. That's my take. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I agree with you that um, regulations should be put in place for things like the purchase of alcohol and the purchase of cigarettes by young people. Uh, you know, traditionally in our lives, alcohol uh, wasn't actually uh, considered a drug. Yeah, you get alcohol was considered a drug. It was like it was considered as something good, as a social recreational, uh, you know, drink. So uh, this has been the way we handled alcohol in a traditional sense till now that has become very difficult for governments or for society to suddenly stand up and say, well, we will ban alcohol uh, or that. Whereas they could say, you shouldn't, you can't buy cigarettes if you are this kind of age. Uh, society has found it difficult, having considered alcohol as a social, you know, drink, uh, labeling it as a drug. Uh, so it's difficult now but that doesn't mean we shouldn't I think we must also come you, have, you mentioned that you saw a five year old or somebody like and saying they can't come and kill we are, now, we are now entering the realms of parenting this area is you know, to be left to parents uh, to a very great degree to show the good example and also to caution or stop their children or to, not to indulge their children in even things that they are doing. When we were growing up, you could see your father, even if he was a smoker, smoking, but on the day he sees you, you know, trying your hand at his pipe, you are in trouble forever. You are very correct what you have said. I have actually seen two young boys who started uh, smoking uh, in presence of their parents because their father was a smoker. And they thought the father and the mother didn't think they should check the children when they were about 11. And uh, today, those, one of those boys is in the streets. When I mean the streets, on drugs. So I think uh, that should come from parenting to a very great degree. Because society or government cannot really handle things for you at an individual level. Society treats you like a statistic. You are just one listen there. Just like the Western world knows, after submitting the, a lot of people, the life of people to social security networks or social security services, they've soon found the hard way that social security does not look after you. Just as when we, as we see that uh, parents will send their children to school and ask the teacher to be the one teaching the child to be civil uh, and blaming the teacher because they've paid for it, you can't pay enough for morality. You can't pay a teacher enough to be the one to correct your child for you. That should not be done. So a large part of it should be done by society, by parents. 
evidently, clearly, unequivocally, there must be a part two to this discussion. And we will work on it. I know doctor has a fairly busy schedule even on Sundays. We will work on it, extending our discussion about heart disease and society into the month of March. Next week, watch out. We're going to talk about oils. Doctor already highlighted the, the misinformation about one of our most powerful prominent oils, the palm oil. We'll look at that, correcting the myths, exposing what has been done in the commercial arena to disparage some of our tropical oils and the misinformation regarding a lot of the so-called polyunsaturated oils today. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll be with you next week, Sunday, same time, talk about oils and your heart. But doctor, ex superb, ex just much thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, much appreciated. Thank you very much. The wisdom, the downloading, just thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, it's nice to have been on your program.